0: Thanks everybody hanging out in the chat right now. We're going to be talking about Tom Thibodeau, training cap notes, a bunch of other stuff too, of COVID, more Mitch Robertson. Uh, I got State with me, man, Die Hard Knicks, uh, Die Hard State of Mind on the Die Knicks podcast. All right, so let's get busy. Let's go. Yo, Mr. State. What's going on, State? what's up brother how you doing yeah, man yeah children, you know how it is yeah man good to see you that you know i I didn't, I didn't say that when we was behind the scene good to see you man it's been it's been like a week right we had a me and you both had a week uh to um to forget i guess right
1: yeah, yeah. man week <laughs> off then here we go with tom Thibodeau talking yeah. about that <laughs> 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 um but yeah man it's been a week uh been with my nephew basically damn it the whole time but uh needed a mental break for everything but let's get right to it man uh preseason start next week
0: yeah time flies Time mean shit right we, yeah. before you you know I, we just was um, talking about like the end of the season where you know fuck trey young and you know julius randall is a is soft tom thibodeau is a, is a you know a fraud you know like 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 you say and then now here we go about to start the whole thing all over again
1: uh nah not, not really uh I got a different belief for Tibbs from last season to this season. I'm still kind of annoyed with him a little bit, but I feel like I feel like he's gonna change. But it's just a wait and see for me. So, but I'm still I, I still don't like him. He's just a typical liar. Um, <laughs> I,
0: I love it when you call it the ARP guy a, a liar like that, man. But he's
1: he's a good dude he never he will never talk bad about any of his players that's one guy that's one thing I give to he always backs
0: his players um even from the ref. so that's the one thing I always give to him yeah sure. shout out speaking of a good dude they got a sergeant in the, in the chat here he's blowing us up a little bit got King ribby is also here
2: you know so shout oh, out to the, up, the
0: sergeant man. Yeah, he missed the last podcast when we had um his um partner cornerstone on here, man. But we gotta make we gotta he got he actually gotta you have to make it up to us, man mr mr sergeant. We gotta we gotta get up with each other. Yeah,
1: man. All right. So let's cut the small talk. All right. So the bullshit. I listened to your podcast, I think it was yesterday, and he was talking about the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And um I see, you know, people like Wiggins. Got Jonathan Isaac, Kyrie. I'll give Kyrie a little bit of leeway, because Kyrie a five percent of him, so I can understand like I can understand Kyrie and, and his cool. He a 5% he a five percent allegedly. I think he a five percent of it.
0: Yeah, if I see him, I'm gonna say, yo, what's today's mathematics? And if he ain't got it, I'm beating his ass. You know what
1: I'm saying? If you don't know it, I'm whooping his ass. Old school, man. <laughs> yeah. He a 5% of <laughs> but you see these guys, Bradley, Bill, and you see these guys and they're talking about the vaccine and they saying stuff like, you know, it's not enough knowledge and this, that, and the third. So I don't understand why they ask these type of questions now and then. Growing up, even in high school and in middle school, you even got shots and needles in your arm. Um, just like what Damian Lillard said, the, uh, I think it was the other day he said that, and I was listening to um, his media there as well. You know, i was listening to a lot of people media days especially in the Knicks. but you know just hearing different opinions on it and then i listen to your opinion on it and i'm like yo evil is just spot on like these dudes like we're not like you didn't sign up to be an effing scientist but i could understand why you have your gripes about it but at the end of the day i listened to Shaq today and sh- and this just simply put like if you're gonna put your teammates at risk then don't come to the games <laughs> If you don't want to get vaccinated, don't come to the games. It it's is no excuses no more. Um and you just hurt your team like that. Honestly, uh, you see the the media storm around Andrew Wiggins, Isaac and Kyrie and their teams. And, and, and now you got other players who got to answer questions about you all the time about the vaccine. And you don't really want that going into the season. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. yeah Anyone know what's so crazy? We you, uh, you spoke about this probably like two weeks ago, and I said to you, I wonder if the Knicks will uh, or keep who's vaccinated private. And I said to you, like, I, I think mostly all of the Knicks is vaccinated. And whoop-de-do, like all of them is vaccinated, and they all gave their reasons why. I just, it's just saying it, it comes off as selfish, and you come off. As a bad teammate, you know, it's regular people who's from the streets, who's working a 9 to 5, who's paying $250 to go to Madison Square Garden to watch you. They're human as well. I understand you're human. And you could you got choices. You should have a choice upon what to put in your body. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> and you can still get COVID if you get the vaccine. That's cool. And I can understand what Jonathan Isaac and those dudes are talking about but you just you just destroy your locker room like that and i i wouldn't be surprised if all three players is trading (laughs) in the middle of this season yeah but that that was my take on it
0: well you know you know i I said everything a whole bunch of stuff that that on that episode but one, one thing i didn't really um put too much emphasis on is just the fact that the teams do have power in this too because it's not—it's not just a surprise that these guys are not vaccinated. And if it is a surprise, then that's a problem too. Because my my whole thing is like you have to be a grown up. Listen, if you don't want to be vaccinated, let your team know. Say, listen, I'm not—I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm not getting vaccinated. You know, you know. So then, so then, allow allow the have a conversation. Allow the team to make a decision what they want to do. Uh, if let's say if if you're playing for the only for the it's really the New York teams and San Francisco. So like if if you really, if you really feel strongly about that. Then um, give give the um, the team um, you know further notice. Discuss it with your agent and get a trade going to get you to a team that that don't have those mandates. You hear yeah. what I'm saying? Don't don't stay in New York or don't stay in San Francisco and cause bullshit issues here at the last minute. This is the final hour. The season's about to start. Now you you um you're inconveniencing everybody with with um with your with your um you know thought process and stuff. But you should have said something like a grown up. You should have said something ahead of time. You know. Like, yeah, I mean. like well, well, just one more thing to add to like me and you both you got regular jobs, you know, so like let's say if something's going on with your with your life, you can't just not come to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to let somebody know something or, or else, you, you know, you're going to be fired or you're not going to get paid or whatever the hell is going to happen. You have to give your jobs a notice of what's going on in your personal, you know what I'm saying? It just grown up shit that you have to do and in, in this life, you know, so it's you know, it kind of it kind of sucks that they're doing that. You know, but because I mean it's like a two-way thing. You you gotta you gotta communicate this stuff to your thing. And that, like I said, if you feel very strongly uh for this stuff, then good for you, man. But listen, um, ask for a trade to a team that that um that you don't have to deal with this not non- nonsense. You know that that's that's the mature thing to do, hmm. you know.
1: So you you telling me to ask Kyrie to go play. Kyrie said if he get traded, he's gonna retire. Th- then so, he should
0: do that. He probably should do that.
1: So hey, 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 you wanna know what's so crazy, though. How old is Kyrie? Kyrie,
0: I I I mean he's he's not quite thirty. He might be like twenty seven or twenty eight, maybe 28 29 something like that. So, because
1: I I I gotta know. Let me see. Uh,
0: Kyrie is twenty eight. He should be twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine. He was he turned twenty nine in March i wouldn't
1: be surprised if he retired before 31. hey listen I, man i will i wouldn't be surprised y'all i honestly i wouldn't be surprised nobody's trading for him nobody's trading for his contract he's talking he's threatening to retire and i believe him i believe him
0: yeah i say call this bluff if you're gonna re- if you're gonna do it then retire then you know, because I mean, listen, you, 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 um, you are strangleholding your franchise and the fan base, everything. You're doing that based off your belief. You're, you're entitled to have your own, your own beliefs and stuff like that. But, but, like I said, you have to be mature and at least let, let them know, whatever, and then make a decision. Go to another team. Ask for a trade to another team. Maybe Kyrie for Ben Simmons. That could work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That could, that could work. That would, that would help out Embiid with, with the way he he plays, and Ben Simmons can come in here and play off of Durant and Harden. That, that works. You know, and you do that ahead of time. That way, they would have done made the trade already. You know, and then you don't have to talk about it.
1: Um, Oh, yo, that that Ben Simmons thing is a whole other situation. Yeah,
0: that
1: could we we could talk about that a little bit, but just to stay on topic, you know, it's it's tough because you want to be a good teammate, but I I don't know, dog. I don't know what you what you want these guys to do. I mean, you want to force them to uh, take something that they don't want to take, and I seen what Shaq said said today, and he just opened my eyes to it. Like, yo, you don't play, don't play inside of a large market, man, or just retire. That's my only, that's the only options I think he has right now, because it's not even up to the teams. It's like the state mandating it. Right.
0: If it was up to the NBA, the NBA would just c- continue to do what they've been doing, do the testing, COVID protocols. That's that's what they would do. You know, but this is in these in these two cities, this this is just state mandated. So there's nothing they, they can really do. You know, but yeah. like I said, it's not it's not a surprise. Like, like if my job, if I get in trouble at my job, they're going to what They're going to say it's not a surprise. <laughs> what the hell did you think was going to happen? You know, X, Y, Z, you didn't do that. So now you have to suffer the consequences. And, you know, it's not a surprise, you know?
1: Yeah, that's tough. It's yeah. tough. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know how this is going to be resolved, but my best guess is all the players that are unvaccinated, if they're in a large market, I believe all of them will be moved by the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And I think... I don't think even the players' union can save those said players because that mandate was mandated by the president, <laughs> the, the higher ups, the people on top. Yeah, and the the
0: governors of each of each state.
1: Yeah, you state. But the only cities I probably wouldn't be surprised that's not happening in is Texas and
0: Florida. <laughs> 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 yeah, Texas and Florida don't give a damn about nobody, man. Nah, like man. They, they, don't. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. No, boom. Oh, but the you know the, the thing about it, I, I think state might have did something there. But the, the the thing about um you know this whole you know Texas and and, uh, and Florida stuff, you know I, I've been to I've been to Florida, you know um you know there's still good people out there, you know so uh, people still were distancing themselves, you know so you could tell some people don't care. You know, but so a lot of people they would distant themselves, they had the mask on all the time. You know, so so people still have common sense and still go about, about life like grown-ups. But, but there's still other people out there that just want to steal their will on people and just make a big deal out of everything. It doesn't really have to make it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout out to, to Sergeant. He said he lives in Florida. Yeah, oh, your sergeant yeah. actually said he wants to get on here if um if you could send him the link. So
1: uh, uh something like that okay but yeah that's like i'm listening to everybody's um explanation upon why they don't want to take the vaccine or why they want to be this and that man it's tough man it's, i don't want to judge nobody because they don't want to do something or you know but, but, but your basketball team is your that's your family man you be with those guys damn there every day it's kind of like it, if you ever been on a basketball team, like it's the camaraderie, like these guys have secrets together, like you all, know, like behind the scenes stuff we don't see every day. So imagine the talks. Like I'm pretty sure they talk about that
0: a lot. Yeah. But you know, you go through that as an adult too. Like, I'm quite sure you got your team that you that you work with. You see these guys all the time, and you know stuff that you don't want to know about their their family life because people just talk. You know, like, like when, well, my job I'm always talking about that. I'm always with these guys from 10 to 16 hours every damn day, man. So I know more about their, their life than their own wife does. You know, it, it's okay. funny that one of the guys, he trusts me um to, to make um, decorations in his house. He, he won't tell his wife, but he'll, he'll ask me what my opinion is. You know, so it, it's funny, man. So, I mean, every job is like that, you know, police department, you know, it doesn't even have to be that that serious. It could be something like smaller than that. You know, you know, you're just going to have that that um, connection with, with, with people. But you know, at the same time, you know you're working, and and if it's not, if it's not working for you in a situation, then you then you leave. Just be out, you know, and then you leave whatever behind you and start something new. There's nothing wrong with <laughs>
1: that. But what you gonna do?
0: I mean, it's everywhere. It,
1: God, I kid you not. I didn't. I know a lot of females right now around my generation, around my age. A lot of them ain't vaccinated. So, if I say to them, hey, yo, let's go out, let's get a drink or something,
0: <laughs> you can't really go nowhere. <laughs> because, yeah, they're not people complaining about that. It, it's really crazy
1: how they really like, like, you really are forced. I had somebody <laughs> tell me, look, I'll take it a backseat. I'm like, wow. He's like, man, I can't
0: do nothing, <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's the that's
1: truth a, that's not a good reason but all right teach yourself,
0: man. You, know, you know a lot of people are cheating too they're out there using other people's vaccine cards showing it on their phone and all that stuff but but a lot of the a lot of places now they actually checking names and trying to match names with your id you know so if a business does that now you're embarrassed you know because now you ruined the night for everybody you can't come in but everybody else could come in you know you know what i'm saying
1: yeah man that's tough that's tough i i i don't know man this is why new york I'm glad we. I'm so glad we got the best that we got. Even though I, I dislike the best that we had in the past. All of them vaccinated. A lot of them got wives. Everybody, side female is on hush. Oh, <laughs> everybody's locked in. I, I, I'm loving what I'm saying and we don't have these issues. It's kind of sad that the Knicks are dead boring, and we're yeah. fine with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Tell Sergeant, kill. I'll put up the link too. Okay. Yeah, you, you can hear it. Well, um, check check up. What you, you send it to, to um, Twitter? I think I put it in the chat by accident. But my bad. All right, it don't matter. Yeah, but um, what I was going to say, um, uh, you, you seen Durant, how he looks uh, in the interviews, whatever. He's just sitting back in the chair like,
1: listen, if he was in New York, I, if Kyrie was in New York, I swear to God, James Dolan would have traded him already. That's all. I swear to God. I slid it swear to God.
0: man. Right? Uh, nice. Yeah, would. I can only imagine marker Oh my god. All well, <laughs> those guys, you know, they would have came out the war. I'm quite sure they already had printed articles and stuff ready, ready for that. But nobody cares about the Nets. You know. So wait, wait, two seconds. Not...
1: Let me check over my coworker. I think he fell.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <The young cat's laughs> <hurry up>. Yeah, I hope it did fall, man. Oh my god. But yo, uh, you know what I was saying about Durant, man. You know Durant, he when he came to New York, he 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 wanted to. Um, he said um that he just wants to hoop. He don't care about the nonsense. That's why he chose one of the reasons why he chose to come to to New York with Kyrie and play with the Nets because he just wants to hoop without the bullshit, right? So now the Knicks ain't got nothing going on. I said the worst thing that's happening right now is Mitchell Robinson and his injury. That's the only thing that's just the bad happening with the Knicks right now. The other thing that's happening, um, in in New York is all on the other side of the river and it's all circulating around Kyrie Irving you know so a guy like um durant you know he he, he sacrificed a year and stuff like that you know cuz of his injury uh, but he came back and put the team on his back you know james harden is there now so it's a it's a big big whoop to do in in brooklyn but this is not the way that he wanted things to go you know so you know i i, I could i you know i don't i don't really feel for him you know, because he's one of those guys that he's an internet troll himself. You know, so I don't really care about about, about Durant's. Um, you know what, what's going on with him when it comes to basketball and that type of thing. But it does suck, man. It's a distraction. You just want to play basketball. You're you're, you're basically one of the, the um, championship contenders. So I mean, like you know, I did mention Ben Simmons and Kyrie Kyrie Irving. That would be a great trade, man. Because um, you know, I don't think the Nets really have like a power forward kind of thing. So you could stick um this guy, uh, you know. Uh, you know, Ben Simmons at power forward and have Durant at the three. And then, you know, whoever else they got at center, you know, the young guys that got a center, you don't have Kyrie no one, but you got Harden and now you got those other young guys that they drafted. You got a nice little, little mix there. So that would have been dope to, to have here. So I'm going I'm to pop state off real quick while he, do... <laughs> Oh, they got a lawsuit happening right, right on, on the screen. Lord have mercy. But well, we're going to bring um Sergeant in here, man. What's going on, Sergeant? What's good my brother? How you doing? Chilling, chilling, man. I think I think I ran into you one time on a, on um well, it might have been on Friesy's show. Yeah, somebody's show.
2: I think Somebody it was, uh, yeah, yeah. was Friesy's show. Yeah, for, for sure. Hey, it's it's a pleasure. First, first and foremost, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, first and foremost, and I, I I appreciate everything you do for for the Knicks community for sure.
0: You know what I'm saying. I appreciate you too, man. But um, since you're here, shout out, shout out, what you, what you're doing on on Friesy's um on network that you got going on. So you know, uh
2: we, we just finished uh episode of the pod couple. We do that every Thursday at 6 30, you know what I'm saying? So if you ain't got nothing better to do, uh tune in 6 30 every Thursday. If you got something better to do, change your plans and tune in anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how that's we how work. Feel- you know
0: what yep. I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we do. Yeah, that's how I feel too, man. I feel like yo, if you don't want to watch this, just change the channel. <laughs> you that's know
2: what it. I'm saying? That's it. You got yeah, this.
0: Yeah, they got so many. So many of us out here, you know. And like I said, we all are friendly with each other. We all support each other. So, like, if Absolutely. you're gonna want to go check out a uh, next guy, go ahead and do that, you know. And then you come back maybe at, once you watch that, and then you know, you, this is like it's almost like T This is like the new TV. Like you know, switching channels, you could just yeah. click one video, watch that, click another yeah. guy's video, whatever to support the guys you support. You know,
2: that's so that's right for everybody.
0: You know, it, 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 it's
2: all about love. You know what I'm saying? Because we we all talking about that thing that we love, and, and that's the New York Knicks. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. And, and you know, think about it. So I've been on this planet Earth for uh a half a century. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I've seen the evolution of, of Knicks fans. And and for me, myself personally, I have lived uh those things that, that cause Knicks fans to be what people will, will 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 talk about and say, well, you're unrealistic. Well, you have not lived my pain. So once you walk in my shoes, you will understand why I have the take that I have, you know, at the end of the day. So that, that's what that's what it's all about. And I'm trying, I'm trying to be better. You know what I'm saying? When, when you go to counseling, you know what I'm saying? When you gotta lay on the sofa <laughs> and, and have have someone tell you what's wrong with you. I, mm-hmm. Imagine this for a second, right? You you are really paying somebody to tell you how fucked up you are. <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You you are literally paying somebody to tell you that. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, we we learn from life experiences and the, and and what it's all about is we want our New York Knicks to be, uh, to take that next step in in evolution and
0: be you know in, in in that conversation every day. At the end of
2: the day, that's what we're about.
0: Yeah, man, it's, it's a different perspective. Like 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 you were talking about just um the fact that you've been here for half a century. I'm almost there. You know, I got I got maybe like you know a couple more years before I, I get to that Don't that, that level.
2: Don't yeah, I ain't, I ain't rushing it. My hairline is 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 going
0: back though. So they, they, my hairline seems to be in a rush. But you know, this this is a thing. Like 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 people have like like strong opinions, or whatever. But it, like, if you're not 30 yet, whatever, you haven't lived the 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 um, on this earth long enough to even have an opinion. You know, so so such strong opinion. True. You that. know, you haven't even seen anything in, in your life to to have that that type of opinion. That's why a lot of times I get I get annoyed, and a lot of times I don't even react. Because I've seen it before. That's that's the beauty with experience. You know, they, they say like like um you know knowledge is, is um is wasted on the old or whatever they say like you um yeah. youth is wasted on the young that type all those cliches <laughs> and stuff like that. That's a real that's a real thing, man. You know.
2: It, it is. It is. And, and I, this, this this is what I want. I don't want people to get uh, confused about you know what we're talking about right now, right? Because at the end of the day, it's all about we want to see our team progress and, and get better. And I think we're on a trajectory to be able to get that done. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I tell people all the time, I, I know you guys were talked about Tibbs a little, bit, uh, a little bit ago when I tuned in. Um, I, I think Tibbs is, is he, he's that guy. So I, I use this analogy on, on our show earlier today, right? So if you're building a house, the person that you contract to build your foundation is not the person that you contract to put a roof on your house. That, that's two different skill sets, right? So, so Tibbs is that guy that's going to build that foundation. And once the foundation is built, you got to bring in the next contractor to take us to the next phase of, of what the project is and what we got going on. That's that's how I look at it. N- nothing against Tibbs, right? He is doing what he was hired to do right now. But in everything that we do, there is always going to be an evolution. That's my that's my boy right there. What's up? Man? <laughs> What's
1: up OG? <laughs> What's
0: up, man. What's up, man? How are you state? Did did he die? State?
1: Huh? The, nah 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 he dropped one of, <laughs> nah he dropped oh one god. of those he dropped <laughs>
0: one of those um, machines one of those ventilating machines I'm like yo what's up dude? It sound like Hulk <laughs> <Yeah>. in, man. <laughs> yeah. You turned the show into the into the get indicted hotline and shit like oh my god we gotta we give statements now oh my god uh, yeah so what, what, what were we talking before before you got it we, we were talking about um you know did, did we get the time yet or were we still kind of like getting there um
1: nah we did it oh I think we were still on the whole uh, well, um, team COVID thing, but I I, yeah. I guess we G can man. get past that.
0: Well, or, or um, Unless OG. you want to ask OG. Um, yeah, G-Man, what's on? your thoughts on the, on that whole COVID thing? You know, the stuff going on everywhere, so, you know, basically. So I, I, I look at it like this, right? And, and
2: again, uh, we talked about this on, on our show as well. Um, as well, so let, let's take this out of the NBA and let's look at it from a holistic standpoint. Anything that we do in life, There are rules and regulations to everything and if if you want to be a part of of what's going on you have to adhere to what these rules are if you don't then don't and go on and do something different right that's your choice it's a personal choice now whether it's uh religious whether it's um you know uh, the conspiracy theories or whatever it is whatever your choice is is your choice you should not be um beaten down because of the choice that you made. That's your personal choice. So when when we're talking about, so this is my thing. And and I said this on our show earlier today. Why are, and and people have outlined four players in the NBA that chose not to get vaccinated, right? That's a personal choice. Why are we vilifying these guys? The only thing that's gonna happen to them, you're not gonna get paid. You have a potential to be traded because you're not available uh, for your teammates, right? so but that's the choice that you make why why is that a story so so what 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 mainstream media does right they want to take people that uh they they choose to voice what their opinions are and once they do that then all of a sudden you're the villain so let's take this back a couple uh well i'm not gonna say a century uh let's take it back a decade or two or three right so the same thing happens when you talk about a Martin Luther King, when you talk about a Malcolm X, right? So when you you plaster these guys on the TV, oh, you were saying something contrary to what everybody else believed. So you're the, you're the villain. You're the bad guy. I, I believe this. I believe that in a team sport for a Kyrie Irving, a Bradley Beal, a Wiggins to come out and say, okay, this is what I believe, they have to think in their mind, I am impacting my teammates. So do my teammates outweigh what my personal beliefs are? That's the question. Yeah. And when you take that stand, you have said my personal beliefs outweigh everything else that's going on. Period. One blank period. Right? And I have to respect that. Now, what the team does after that standpoint, oh, I know what they're about to do. They're about to get on the phone and be like, hey, stay. Hey, check this out. I got this kid right here. Uh he, he, he's a good ball player. If you give me this, that, and the third, I can give him to you. And and then you have to make the, the realization and say, Well, if you did that there, what makes me believe that you won't do it here? And do I right. want that problem? Do do, yeah. do 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 I want that 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 smoke? You know what I'm saying? So I mean, at the end of the day, it's about your personal beliefs and, and your personal choice. Whatever you do. Uh, as, as in, you're a grown ass man whatever you do yeah. it, it's what you do you know what i'm saying i i don't i don't i don't flow one way or the other the only thing i'm about right now is what's best for oh, this is what i would say i'm glad the nicks are not having to go through that problem
0: that's all <laughs> yes.
2: i was doing right now. I'm Absolutely.
0: Glad issue yeah, state was saying the same thing. The guys, you know, they take care of their um, all, whatever business they got, whether they're married or in the streets, or whatever. They take care of all their business. We don't hear about it. All we hear about is basketball, you know. So that that's just being a grown man. The thing with, with Kyrie, um Kyrie, what he said, he made his little little comment. that he said, "Respect my privacy." That's bullshit. You know you i yes. Because you, yes. you know what the stakes are. You know what the stakes are. You know the season was happening. You know you weren't going to get vaccinated. You should have notified somebody. And this should have been rectified earlier on. Yeah, on. Maybe, like I said, maybe he could have got traded for John Wall or something like that. Maybe he could have got traded for Ben Simmons. It, it, things like that could have happened, but this could have been done and taken care of a long time ago. Not, Wait, so not today. He wrote,
2: I, I, I would say this, right? I would say that Kyrie's rep right now is kind of like this, right? So there are a couple of things that he's done prior to this that gives credence to the the I guess the um, the condemnation that people have for Kyrie right now, right? So so when you come out, you're a grown ass man, right? And 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 you come out and say the earth is flat, man, stop playing with me right now, for real, for <laughs> real. You you come on. I, there's going to be some credibility issues in anything you say after that you you got to think i mean realistically about what it is that you say and and how impactful you want to be with the statements that you make if you want your statements to have credibility you have to be credible you can't come out and and give me some old okey-doke just because you know you had one or two uh, Patron's too many to the head and now you want to get on live or you want to do a live stream or, or 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 a message and say well. Hey, I believe ladies and gentlemen. I Don't care what you say. The earth is flat and people are gonna right. be looking at you like what in the world is Kyrie Irving talking about and then After that you're gonna say okay. Well I'm not gonna show up for work stay if you took just you didn't call nobody you didn't. You didn't text nobody. You didn't put in no vacation time, and you just said, "I'm not coming to work for five days." What would happen to you?
1: I wouldn't be working. <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. So you know, all all this all this crap with Kyrie, man. It, it it is what it is. I hope and pray that you know, whether it's religious or or he just needs to sit down again on somebody's couch and have a, a deep personal conversation truthful. I I wish the best for the brother. You know what I'm saying? But he is not good for for the Brooklyn Nets right now. And in saying that, I am so happy, so, so happy that he did not end up on the Knicks squad. I am, because we we ain't got time for that
0: right now.
2: What we're trying to do.
0: We dodged the bullet. You know you know state state uh, you know I, I made the joke already but you know state was like that uh, he might be a five percenter, but yo five percenters if you don't know today's math mathematics you get your ass beat <laughs> <laughs> you know what oh, i'm you. saying well, yeah, sure. so, yeah so like you're saying the earth is flat man let like, me get out of here i should beat your ass for this shit. that's what five percenters would do they will beat your ass and saying the world is flat blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. what's Stop. the oh. mathematics on that you know what i'm saying
1: yo just just think about it like this right Kyrie was the one who dragged Kevin Durant to Brooklyn. Yep, and he's basically the reason why Steve Mills and Scott Perry went to Julius Randle and gave Julius Randle that contract. Back. Yep. Kyrie is the reason why. Basically, right now, as I'm looking at how both the Knicks roster and the Nets roster is currently constructed, and as far as like assets is concerned, it's looking real shaky. And like Kyrie's a great player. He's a Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. And, and me, I respect people who got a different opinion than other people. So I'm gonna always respect Kyrie Irving. Like I'm not really I I'm not mad at the things he said. It's just how he comes off. It's like he don't really give a damn about nobody else but himself. It comes off as selfish. Yep. And um it takes a certain type of person to uh understand a person like Kyrie because uh a OG can under a OG could probably understand where Kyrie's coming from, rather than a teenager, people like what the hell is this man is talking about? But um, well, not all teen, um, all teenagers, but some. But you know, Kyrie, he always wants to sound like he's the smartest person in the room, and you know, I, I respect people like that. Like, if you feel that way, if you are confident about the things you're saying, you got a belief about the things that you believe in, then say it. But at the same time. Durant avoided the Knicks, right? Yeah. Randall wanted the smoke, and I respect that. You got people like me ready to trade Randall for um, who, who I wanted to trade him for Marvin Bagley and Buddy Hill. Let me get a first round pick. Yeah, That's from Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento. And, and you know that was one of my favorite trades last summer. Now I look like a dummy, and Randall got re-signed. So, um, jokes on you, State. And <laughs> you know Randall's fully vaccinated. Like it. I'm like i'm so glad you legit don't have to sit here and say oh man here we go again you no,
2: <laughs> no doubt no doubt so so those outside influences is, is definitely what we don't need when we're talking about rebuilding and, and you know get getting the franchise to the next level we we, we don't need those those distractions for sure for sure yeah. so we, we definitely dodged the bullet uh in, in everything that went on and, and, and you know i was mad when when i heard that you know K.D. could it potentially came to the next i'm like what you mean he going to brooklyn oh my god well look i had a meltdown i had to look i had to be in in i had to go outside and and and, and do a whole bunch of woosahs and in the spa and and all the other stuff god, i was upset but you know looking back on it right now we we definitely dodged the bullet for sure,
0: for yeah, sure. I- I felt the same way too. I had to get my drink. I had to sit back and think about it. So now, cause I got the podcast going on. I already didn't said a whole bunch of stuff now. So now I got to sit back and yeah. figure out how I'm going to clean up everything that I said, you know, based off of really just a, a thought, somebody just put it out there and everybody just went for it. And then yeah. now we look crazy, whatever. But you know, like, like I said, things things happen for reasons. So, you know, like I said, through it through experience, whatever. Young younger people that are, just experiencing this stuff now, they, they they'll, they'll remember this and whatever, and you know, and just just go from there. But you know, like you know, in order for us to get Julius Randle, for him to get there, and for all the things that's happened for us right mm-hmm. at the at the moment, that would not have happened unless unless we um you know dodge that bullet. You know, you know, a few years. It only was a few years ago. Yeah. But, you know, it, what that yes. It, it, wasn't, yeah. it was not
2: that long ago, so, so, uh, fellas, I appreciate you having me on. But you know what? I got real life stuff to do in the AM. So, and once you get over, you know, that half a century mark, I gotta get my slept. <laughs> I, I gotta <laughs> get my slept. You know. But <laughs> so yeah, totally for, for sure, this, this would not be the last time I visit this platform. I appreciate you guys for having me. And I'm, uh, Iru, I'm gonna pray for you because you you up here with State, and you know take
0: gon be your business. I already, I already know how it go. <laughs> hey, Stay's State's my guy, man. Stay's one of the best. Oh, no, you guys, you guys are some of the best, best guys out there, man. So no doubt. You hey, I appreciate on. you guys,
2: man.
0: You know what I'm saying? Salute. It, salute, 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 salute. No doubt. All right, Mr. State. Well, um, we were we were going away getting to, to to Tom Thibodeau before before we um we had uh, Mr. Sergeant come up come up in here. So um, how you how you want to take it this way? Oh. Um. First, first, first,
1: I want to just thank God that I, I want to talk about the Ben Simmons situation real quick, but I want to um bring something to the light. I, I, I like what I, I like what the Knicks has done so far. So let me paint this picture to you. Dog. Let's say you got a team like Philly, right? And you got a franchise center who is 300 plus pounds. He's a generational talent. He can't stay healthy. You know that he's already been out basically for two seasons already with knee issues. um So you know he's not going to play all eighty-two games, right? You know today's NBA, they play fast, right? And not to add a fork in the roll because when you have a guy like Embiid, you want to compete now, and he, and if he's your best player like and you don't have a guy on the same level as him but a wing player i don't think it's never going to work i don't think tobias harris is that guy i think tobias harris he's a great champ he could be my fourth option he'd be a damn good fourth option on a chain on a championship team he's not good enough to be a third option when you look at the bucks you got drew holliday you got chris middleton who are you taking out of those three i'm taking chris middleton and drew before I take Tobias Harris, Chris Middleton and Drew, both two-way players. And Middleton shows up in the playoffs. And he he can guard the other team's best player because usually Giannis doesn't do that. But Middleton does that. And he's a damn good player. And, you know, so you got a guy like Embiid, right? You got Tobias Harris. That's your other max contract, right? So your other all-star player wants out. Today comes out that Embiid said, oh, I thought we should have kept Jimmy Butler, but then we went and got Al Horford because Ben Simmons needed the ball in his hands. I'm like, hmm. So you first, you say, first you blame him after the game seven loss. Like you clearly blame him. We all know this. We don't even got to play the O.L., right? The coach says he's not a championship point guard. Right, and you actually throw him under the bus again like that. I'm uh, so so. Let's say real quick, right? You trade Ben Simmons. You're not gonna get equal value, right? You still want to compete for a championship after this trade, so you're not gonna just trade him for anybody. But the caveat is, the team that trades for him gonna have to build an offense around him. How the hell is that going to be possible? Before before this season, before next season is done,
0: how? See, that's that's the whole problem. You know, we we talked about it before, but you got to blame Philly. You know, uh, the 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 management there—they had no foresight. You know, like like um, when you have those two type of players, it's two different styles of play. You know, so you got to draw the line in the sand and say, listen, we got to pick one. You know, because we have to build around a certain player. Like you mentioned, Tobias Harris is now stuck in between two guys that he can't play with either one of them. And now, now when uh, when uh, Embiid is hurt, you know now Tobias Harris got to be somebody that he's not. Uh, ben Simmons didn't show up. Now Tobias Harris got to be somebody that he's not. You know, you know what I'm saying? You take one of those guys out and replace them with somebody else that complements what's happening on, on, on the team. Now you have something different going on. Now Tobias Harris can be Tobias Harris and not have to be mellow. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because he's not—he's nowhere near Melo's stratosphere. You know what I'm saying? So like, you get rid of um, Embiid, maybe get a couple pieces there to fill out the roster. Now you have a good team. You take Ben Simmons out, get a get a um, get a point guard in there, or somebody that compliments Embiid and Tobias. Now you got a squad. You know, you know what I'm saying? There's so many different ways that that, that you could do it. So I mean, like I mentioned John Wall because it just came to my head. John Wall right now is not doing anything, but at, at least the, uh, between John Wall and um, and the uh the Houston Rockets, they both made a decision, and said that I'm not gonna play for y'all. And they said, Yeah, we don't want you to play for us. You know, so make that decision early. You know what I'm saying? Put it out there that way. If something comes up, you can make that that um that deal nice and easy. So I think I think that's what that's what it should should, that's what Philly should have did. And then right now, John Wall for for Ben for Ben Simmons works to me, because you could put Ben Simmons now at the power forward. Or small forward to play along with, um, you know, Michael Porter Jr., they have over there, and um, uh, what's his name? Is, is it no Kevin Porter Jr., and um, the other kid, Jalen Green? Now you got something, um, to play with over there, a style of play that, that you can go with, and then you send John Wall over there with the uh, Embiid. Uh, now, now you know, you just have more a more aggressive point guard, you know, maybe it'll, it'll work, you know.
1: Yep, yep. I, I, I don't know, I don't know what trade we can do. I mean i i don't know what trade we can do in order i mean i don't know what trade, uh philly can do in order to be successful and try to win a championship but not look like they tanking at the same time right
0: they got to do something man you know i mean see right now right now this is not the time to do it it should have been done already because now now you're in training camp you got to get guys ready for the season guys are still trying to get in shape you know the coaching staff is still trying to figure out what they want to do. Now you have all this turmoil going around your team. Now you're like you're stuck. Now You're like well, what the hell am I supposed to do? How are we gonna? How are we gonna um, combat this, and um, salvage the season? You know, because because it is 82 games. It takes a long time. But you know while this is happening, you can you can basically destroy the whole season right now in the beginning. You know b- before you can you can even get started. It's crazy.
2: Yeah,
1: that, that that's crazy. I, I I don't know and like. Who you gonna trade Ben Simmons for that's gonna have you better than the Bucks? I don't think there's no trade out there for him. So if I'm Philly, I'm sitting there, I'm waiting it out. Um that's the best advice I got for that. I will wait it out, man. And I will find the hell out of Ben Simmons because at the same time, Ben Simmons, you can't you can't point at nobody but yourself. Um, you're a great player, you're too good of a player to pass up an open dunk. Like, you're too good for that. Even though um, Thabo was the one who actually lost the game. Low-key, people talk about J.R. Smith, but low-key, George Hill was the one that missed free throws. <laughs> like, But, you know, he looks like the villain right now. The fans don't want him. When Randall had a bad season last season, we didn't, like, people wasn't making, like, we wasn't burning his jersey or nothing. People wasn't making videos like get the f out the city y'all uh, we don't watch you here you think oh uh, uh, like uh, i was saying. Um, uh, yeah like we, we we wasn't being that disrespectful he still put up 20 he still put up um 19 and 9. he still put up 19 and 9. so it's like it's not they, like he wasn't producing it's just we, uh, like like uh, me personally i just expected better like play better basketball like you can put up the numbers but don't be don't play like that
0: ever again. But he had him for a few years too, man. He, he was hurt his first year. And then he played um what what's his four seasons he, he played with them? So Philly fans already know what they're getting out of him, especially he averaged 15, he averaged sixteen, um sixteen again. And last year he averaged fourteen. Uh you know, right. you know what I'm saying? So they they're not seeing the progression as far as his his um points per game and that that type of thing. You know, and then like Philly fans, you can see that it's not working with Embiid and stuff like that. That the um the franchise is the thing too. Doc Rivers is 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 Doc Rivers. You know what I'm saying? So you signed Doc Rivers, and now you're wasting Doc Rivers with all this BS is happening. See, like imagine like we, we signed Tom Thibodeau. Now all of a sudden we are going through the same thing that Philly's going through. Now now you're wasting the whole fact that we got Tom Thibodeau there. You know, and you basically destroyed everything you got going on there. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's, it's unfortunate for them. You know, but um, you know, I hear what you're saying about the um, you know, uh, you know, for Phillies to just leave Ben Simmons on, on the rack, whatever, and then just do what they gotta do with that. But um, if if they if they tell Ben Simmons to leave and uh, and um don't come back until they figure it out, what does that do to the franchise? You know what I'm saying? You you put the um the 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 fan base um you know, you know, you already like we already said the fan base is going crazy, I man. You're gonna put the fan base on notice, you're gonna put you just screw everything up. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if you heard, heard what I was saying there.
1: I'll, I'll, please say that again. My bad. I was talking my co-worker. I, I cleared the floor.
0: Well, you know, just basically, you know, Ben, you know, I was saying that they have Doc Rivers. So could you imagine if this was happening to the Knicks, we have Tom Thibodeau. You're wasting Tom Thibodeau. He's not going to live forever. You know, Doc Rivers is not going to live forever. So right now you have him here. So you should be you should be thinking about uh, Better in the team, you know. So, you know, I hear what you're saying about leaving Ben Simmons on on the shelf and and uh, making them wait it out and that type of thing. But what does that do to the franchise? What does that do to the fan base? You know, you you basically destroy everything. You know, yeah. you, you destroy everything. You know, like as a team, if, if this happened to the Knicks right now, I would be heartbroken right now. Because because like like right now, I'm thinking that we might be a championship contender. Now you're talking about that we might not be anything for a whole year. You know,
1: Joe, Yo, bro,
0: I like. And that's
1: honestly, like I, I found myself like being appreciative of of um, Julius Randle even more. Um, Less slander on Twitter. Not talking bad about uh, the playoffs was cool. I don't even. You, if you noticed, I don't even bring him up when I talk about the playoffs. I talk about one man, the up <laughs> I don't even bring him up because. How can I, and and this is for for a lot of you guys, like what I'm about to say, I know a lot of y'all in the chat is around my age. I'm 31 and I've been watching the Knicks for 20 years, going on 21. How can I sit here and I watch Julius Randle, who's become arguably, no, he is the best free agent that walked through the Knicks. No, we traded for Carmelo, so that don't count. But he's the best free agent that walked through the Knicks door since I've been 10 years old. And that's 2000 we traded Pat in 01, i believe yeah i believe it was 01. and then we got guys like jerome james and we got step marbury and you know we got all these free agents and they come here they get fat or you got guys like um i know you watch the Knuckleheads podcast he said yo dude you scared to come outside in new york like these is nick players this is millionaires they scared to come outside you go to the store you know aki hey come here you play back. what's up You know, and, that the Ox is talking about you, and it's crazy how like, like even with a guy like Jerome James. Please give the story about Jerome James. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm interested in in hearing about the real story about Jerome James. I know you know something because Julius Randall, like I said, family man, vaccinated, and I told you, I told you, Julius Randall, he's probably one of the first people to get vaccinated. You don't hear him getting in trouble. Even last season, you ain't hear him getting into trouble with nothing like that. No squabbles at practice, nothing like that. You no, know, great leader. Always in the gym, even when Thibodeau said, "You know, our guys is always in the gym." This down the third. So, I, I, I need you to explain to me what the hell happened with Jerome James and these guys. Like, what transpired at that time? Like, please, the floor is yours. I, I, I gotta know.
0: Well, Jerome James, it wasn't really that serious. He, I, don't think he loved basketball. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. He, he basically ate his way out the NBA. But you know, I will give him credit. You know, so Isaiah Thomas was trying to was trying to get talent, pull talent out of his ass, basically. You know, um, you, you can just go on and on to every single player that he picked up. He took a he took a flyer on everybody, even Jamal uh, Crawford when he was with Chicago. You know he was hoping that jamal crawford would become something way better than than he was you know Jamal crawford was good but he was he was expecting him to be like jordan or something when when he brought him over there over here you know same thing with eddie curry when he saw eddie curry he thought he looked he thought he was looking at Shaq you know hoping that he would be Shaq you know let me let me bring him here and then I'll I'll mold him into whatever so basically that's that's all it was with, with everybody that Isaiah Thomas brought over but you know with, with the thing with Jerome James when um when he was with uh Sacrament but was it Sacramento or, or no? I think it was um, Seattle? Excuse me, Seattle. it was Seattle. Yeah, so they I think they swept um, Sacramento or something like that. But whatever team that, that Jerome James was on before, you know, he swept them or whatever. So he um, at the at the post game interview, he had a, a plastic bag over his shoulder, and the reason why he did that is because when when they got rid of him from this pre- prior team, they gave him a garbage bag to empty out his locker. So you know, <laughs> it, it 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 seemed like the dude had had balls, like he cared. But as soon as he got here, it, he just he it, he just basically cashed out. You know what I'm saying? He ate his way out the league. You know? Wow. Um,
1: big Snacks is what they call him on Wikipedia. Wow.
0: Big Snacks,
1: yeah.
0: And uh, so it's like, yeah, we, we we took the bullet right between the eyes during that freaking um, era, man. I feel like everybody that we that we picked up was it, it got a stupid ass story. For every single every single player, so you know when um, when um general was here, we were talking about experience and stuff like that. Well, um, you just remembered it because we just been through it. So now the same thing that we been through already, Philly's going through it now. Houston is going through it. Brooklyn is going through it. The Knicks have been through all that shit already. So so when I see it, you know you I'm not really surprised because it happened to us already. But at, at the same time, I don't have no sympathy because when it was happening to us, we were at stock. You know, so now it's time for somebody else to get get some um, you know, to eat the cat poop
1: yeah man yeah man so sh- shout out to randall man i can't be mad at um everything that's going on man it's it's tough to watch today's NBA and just the world in general you know even outside of the nba like you got regular people who is going through a lot of things um shout out to carly new towns man i really really feel bad for that kid uh before we even get to the tip of those stuff uh it's is connected you, though
0: it's still connected it, to the it, table.
1: It, well yes it is connected to um to each other um, how do you feel about towns man Did, i know you uh, talk to me about Towns because you the one who brought that whole town situation up first because i remember i never thought about Towns. i always thought towns and randy was a stupid <laughs> front court combination but I've been sitting on it. I've been thinking about it for like two, three months. I've been sitting on it, and I'm curious to, because I know you watched it, Um, his last, well, his media day, he was talking about teammates and stuff. But how how do you feel about him, man?
0: Well, you know the same thing. I, I just had that that Mitchell Robinson episode before we started this. You know, Mitch Robinson is only on twenty three. Uh, Colonel Anthony Towns is only twenty. What is he? Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, he's twenty five. These guys are still young, man. Even even you, you're you're thirty one. So think back to where you was at twenty five. You're, you're a different person now compared to them you know different old mindset to everything that's going on with, with your life is different you know what I'm saying? so so these these guys are experiencing real life things for the first time and like he lost his mom he lost a bunch of people in his family and that, that's one thing that he didn't he didn't say he was just kind of just talking about the team and stuff like that but outside of that his personal life was kind of chaotic as well so that's a lot of pressure for 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 a dude to be going through all that stuff but even though he's going through that, the last you know I'm not not even the last three years for his career, twenty two, eleven, uh, and and three with a block and a half, a steal almost a steal a game, you know you know and great percentages all across the board, you know he's basically at fifty percent um, from from the field, but he still shoots forty uh, percent from three at a, as like a center. <laughs> I mean, so going through the stuff going that he's going through with the front office and going through everything that's going that he, that he takes with him at home, you know. I, th- I think you got to give some respect to, 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 the kid. You know, he, he, um, I don't know. I don't know if, um, the people want to call him soft. I don't know if you want to call him soft, you know, you know, just, you know, I, I don't know. Personality outside of that, maybe he might be a little flaky or a little bit, um, immature in that way or, or whatever you want to say. But, you know, you can't say that, that, that this kid is not afraid of hard work or not afraid to, to, um, or, or just not like, he knows how to compartmentalize things and still succeed in, in, in what he's trying to do, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I yeah, I think the one thing I hate about um, the misconception about Cat is when people call him soft. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He averages twenty seven and eleven with four assists. That's soft. Okay. I never seen a mix in in my life for average that. Those prime you numbers. And I got killed on Twitter when I said that. But yo, you guys, look at those, those numbers, it's crazy. And he's doing all of this. Granted, you're the best player on the team. He's supposed to be winning, Zach Levine ain't been winning shit for how long? You get what I'm saying? He's averaging damn near 20, 26 a game, 27 a game. So, you know, I think, um, definitely get a kid a break. And you no, know, I, I, I can't call him soft, man. That whole spat with Jimmy Butler, man. Certain teammates, certain personalities just don't mix with certain personalities. Jimmy Butler is a dominant personality, call Anthony Towns is not a dominant personality. As a matter of fact, you get a glimpse of it. The interview with Kat and uh Ant Man. And remember um Carl Anthony Towns was like, yo, call Rachel. And then the interview, you know, during the, inter- well, the media session, the guy asked Carl Anthony Towns, you know, what was good with your spat with Jimmy Butler. And NBA Edwards said, nah, yo, I got this. Yo, that's just a basketball thing, man. They just talking shit, man. That's that that's just basketball, man. That's that's for the love of the game. And that's cool okay you good the 19 year old 20 year old is the big dog and he because he, that means that you got some type of um you definitely have some type of what's the word i'm looking for He say so in a locker room, right yeah respect it's, you got a little bit it, of respect yeah, you, you got, got some respect so i, I like that man I,
0: I like to see stuff like that man it's, it, it's good to watch man it's good to see man that's that's one thing too. I guess Anthony Edwards, just him being a rookie, he see that that Carl Anthony is a good dude. He's a strong dude, but you know, you know, so he'd say, "Listen, I, I'll take that question and leave him alone." You know, you know, what I'm saying he, he don't got to take all of this. I'm here now to you know ask me the question. Ask me a question. You know that you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's all that's all about growth too, as a as a as a professional. You know what I'm saying? Just just growth. Well,
2: what, okay. what do you what do you
0: think about Carl Anthony Towns? Do you do you think he he's worth um, a trade? Because I know I've talked about it. We've talked about it before, but you know, right at this present time, what do what do you think about that?
2: I don't know.
1: I'm conflicted on. I'm conflicted. Uh, I just I just don't see how. Why would I pick Cat with Randall? I gotta have a and I gotta have a small forward and a shooting guard, and both of those two guys gotta be elite defensively. Randall, (laughs) don't don't get me wrong. Like Randall gives. Randall plays well on defense. He gives a shit about defense. Even no, Randall is—he's a mixed bag. Um, Randall will have a bad night on defense. The next night he have a okay night. Then the next night he'll be extremely solid. Then he'll go to bad. And Randall's up and down on his defense. Cat, his defense is terrible. Um, but the kid still gets a block plus per game. Uh, um, I think it's just a one-two, and I think it's just—you know—I I just don't i never seen that someone was built around him correctly until now. And it's just like what he said, you know, it's no continuity in the roster on um, different regimes. Um, <clears throat> Frank Milliken in different regimes, different <laughs> management teams, um, different teammates. So that's tough, man. That's tough when you're a leader of a basketball team, you have constant turnover all the time. That's very tough.
0: Right and then the pressure is for him to continuously um com, um compete and put up the numbers. He's been he's been doing everything on his end he's supposed to do. But the franchise not you know, so I totally get why why he vented that way. You know cuz it was basically like no like nobody's listening. Uh, I know my agent said don't say nothing but listen, I got to say something man. Somebody got to do something about this. You know so you know maybe he might be the guy to leave. You know maybe uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. There's so many so many different different uh, variables in the NBA right now. Like I said, we I, we already mentioned Houston, Brooklyn, Philly. You know, there's a couple other teams too that that, that could um that could use a nice refresh, whatever. And there's there's plenty of players dangling, you know. And then you know the Knicks have assets as well, so the Knicks could grab somebody, you know. Maybe I don't know. I mean, for you know, for me, I
1: I would like for them to save their assets for a superstar Yeah somebody at the small forward spot or the shooting guard spot who can play alongside rj barrett that would be my, that's number one on my wish list center is way down on my wish list because i, I feel like center is it's like today's hat back in the nfl um so, so yeah. what like
0: like what 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 kind of wing do you think would be will fit well with um with rj and um and julius
1: Yo, know, to be honest, man, Donovan Mitchell will be so cold <laughs> next to those two. Cause, Cause you need it. That's all you. They, you need a guy like that next to those two players.
0: <laughs> yeah, but Donovan, Mitch, Donovan Mitchell is like probably like you know, you know, he's like you, you, you like you, you know, you half joking when you talking about RJ being a, a Hall of Famer. But Donovan Mitchell is literally a Hall of Famer at the at the moment right now. If he retired today, he's going to the Hall of Fame. So, like you're talking about basically a Hall of Fame player to come here. To be that, to be that guy. Yeah, Donovan
1: Wings. I, I just like the, the the combination of those three. Or oh, you need a, a a big wing. I don't know. Maybe Brandon Ingram. Um, uh, it's tough. Those two come to mind first, though. That's yeah. the type of player that I would want next to Julius Randle, R.J. Just a a great wing, man. A great wing. I don't I don't think R.J. I don't think his RJ Ar- is that re- I don't think he's ready to take the last shot yet. Julius Ren, damn sure I ain't ready taking no last shot from our team like ever. Um so an, a, a closer would be nice, a real closer. Maybe RJ could grow into that year three. We never know, but you know, it, it it's tough.
0: Well, you know, somebody said it already. So what, what do you think about um Ben Simmons on the Knicks? I you know, I, let me before I throw it to you, I, I just think from the salary standpoint and stuff like that. And, and just what he what he does, I don't think that he does – he's going to do anything for us, you know, with the current the, with the way that we're currently, you know, situated. You know, Ben Simmons could probably play small for it. I don't know if you still want to have him at point guard, you know, because we already have Rose and, and, and Kemba, you know. So I, I, how would he fit in, you think? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that trade would look like. <laughs> yeah, because, uh-huh. I mean, you have to give up players in, in order to get. So, you know, what, what yeah. would that package look like?
1: And I, I don't know. I don't want Drummond. The only other player I want one of that roster is Tyrese Maxey. I know they're not giving up Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey. And it's tough because I'm not – you could take Ob, Evan Fournier. I can't even – I can't even give you a realistic trade, yeah. Because yeah. – it, but it, Sherman ain't – like, every team needs a guy like Ben Simmons. I just don't – I just don't see how the hell – you can make a team. I, I don't know. I don't see a trade happening. Not with the next now after December fifteenth, when you could trade guys that you signed over the summer. Then we'll see. We, we gotta have a good t- conversation. But I just don't see it. I I don't see.
0: It. Yeah, but Ben Simmons makes thirty something do- million a year though. Oh, so so you got to come up with thirty something million to give away. So anyway, you know, Simmons still still want to play the game here. So you got Rose, Fournier, Ob, IQ, three first round picks. Is that is that? Would you trade that for for Ben Simmons? I'm not. What doing do that. we have left? I'm not doing that. um I'm not. no
1: nah, I'm not doing that. I'm giving you Obiq and three first round picks. If I first of all, let me say this to Sherman: if I give up Obiq or three first round picks, it better be Donovan Mitchell or Brandon Ingram or one of those guys coming back through that door. Like point blank period. Like I don't. I don't. I don't want no average. I don't want no third. I don't want no third option. I don't want a second option. I don't want an average player. If I'm giving up my young boys, I got to get a young superstar in return.
0: But look, look at that! You're talking about Derrick Rose. Derrick yeah. Rose could, could could probably come off the bench. IQ might might actually start for them eventually. Obi Toppin could probably start for them. Fournier could start for them. You know, and then you got three first round picks too. So what are, you, what are we doing? Now? Are, we, are we trying to rebuild Philadelphia? Or are we trying to make the Knicks better? You know? Yeah, I
1: know. Nah. That's I'm good on that. I, but I will say this. If Leon Rose could get um, if he could get Ben Simmons for a penny on a penny on a dollar, then you do it. By all means, you do it. If you could get him for the long, I just can't do it for that trade package. That is too much for me. That's too much. That's a crazy trade for a guy who can't shoot the ball at all. Like
0: no, he would have a team
1: so you gotta build the offense around him. That's the main thing. And I know Timber, ain't not building no goddamn offense around you. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna. I want these guys to play how the hell I want them to play.
0: <laughs> you this ship here. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think he's a point guard anymore. I think now you got to stop playing that game and put him. He he would be an advantage at power forward because he'll he could break down any power forward, and you know, and he could post up, and he's strong enough, and he could rebound and everything like that. Small forward, he can compete. You know what I'm saying? So I think that he really needs to be thrown in in the forward spot and kind of like really take advantage of, of his ability to get, you know, past bigger people like that and with the strength and stuff. And then really get a real point guard in there, you know, to um for him to play off of, you know, and that, that type of thing. You know, so I, I you know I don't think that he he should be like the primary point guard anymore. Yeah, I kind of disagree. Uh,
1: I think Ben Simmons is a point guard. He's just one of those guys. God- Cause he, he he has great handle right he's extremely fast he can go one through five um you know he's a great perimeter defender um he could kind of defend the rim strong people focus on the shooting part but I, he's great at everything else
0: you you just described the wing though everything you just said you just described the great wing
1: but in, in, like who who, who does immediate positions any, anymore the point guard is the guy who brings up the goddamn ball. <laughs> and Ben Simmons is a guy who brings up the ball. So I, I could just label him a point guard. I mean, if you want to play him as small forward, I could see how it could work. But at the same time, you still got to you still gotta build your offense around. I think he would fl- I think, I think he could play point guard in today's NBA. He's done it. He, he's done it for th- um, three, four years already. And his best season is, is funny. His best season was when was with Dan and Sam Hinkie's roster. <laughs> and that was his rookie year. <laughs> and he was around shooting. J.J. Redick, you got um, Robert Covington. Got B. Now, you, you hear what I'm saying? Like, those guys fit way better next to Ben Simmons than I don't know, whatever the hell Jerry Colangelo tried to do. Did you imagine if Steve Mills had a a burner account and was talking shit about Nick players and got caught. Somebody called him that and somebody said, yes, that is his burner account. He's been tweeting for that account. And you've been talking shit about your players on that team, bro." we would be still talking about that to this day. Like a lot of teams, they're letting them slide. A lot of them stuff is slotted under the rug, but it's all right. It's cool.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm kind. I'm salty, man. Because I mean, they, they don't let us get away with nothing. All this this time that we've been following the Knicks, they don't let us get away with nothing, man. So it, it kind of angers me to see when God when other teams and other other people around the league are doing stuff and nobody says anything. So I'm like New, New yeah, New York media would eat them alive, you know. Yeah, man. So you know, it's it just it's just unfortunate, you know, with the with the way that they treat us, you know, the Knicks Knicks fans, Knicks um, franchise, everything. It's just not it's just not fair, man. You know, um, when I, I when I went to uh, throw this out there, um, you know, it, it's from Capadonna, Capadonna, and one of one of his songs. He goes, he went through the to, to to the fork of the road and and then went straight. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna repeat it for stake. He just came back. So yeah, I, I just I just read this off. Um, I went to the fork of the road and went straight. You know what I'm saying? That's essentially what, what all, all these teams are doing. Philly, especially, you know, the fork in the road is, is Ben and Embiid. Instead of making a decision to go which direction they went straight, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they, they just kept going with, with that, which is going to end up in hitting the, the divider or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to crash. And that's essentially what happened. Everything else, too, like the, the way that the that, um, Houston did their thing, all these teams you, that, that you could say, they all did something that, that drove them into, into oblivion. You know, and like I said, nobody nobody really cares. But like, if the Knicks do it, we're on, um, you know, chill, you know, ten o'clock news, you know, immediately. You know, you know what I'm saying? All the everybody's there taking pictures of this shit. It's, it's I don't crazy. remember.
1: I don't remember no, um, New York news station dissing Julius Randle after his Tasmanian Devil spin move turnovers last season. I don't recall. Yo, Philly we, we. is. This the Philly news, bro, is disavancing
0: <laughs> Yeah. No, but we, we we gave it to um to Julius though. Julius had had enough, um you know of, of heat on his neck from from fans and stuff. Yeah. He yeah. was giving it to him. You know, open at night we was booing him. All open at night, <laughs> When we was there, we all sitting in 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 the seats and we was booing him from from the suites up there. You know right. what I'm saying? So you know, you know he he had a, he had his own um, fair share of um of um the bluebirds and stuff like that. Yep, yep. So it, it, it's tough. Um it's tough because if, if
1: I have I love this saying never trade a year too late. Right? So Philly should have made this Ben Simmons trade last summer. <laughs> With all was, they should have made this trade last summer. So if reports is true, they tried to trade him during the season, and he was been out of there he was bingo him and rich paul rich paul probably got win. He was bingo so you know now if you trade ben simmons you're never going you're not going to get equal value back um that's for sure you're not getting equal value back
0: so yeah sherman is, is like the co-host of the show right now so he says He's saying um something about a trade or whatever and then he's like people like you are the reason why the knicks are never good <laughs> you know and nobody in this chat and nobody on the panel you know between me and you we have no power to say what happens with the knicks you know you know what i'm saying Yep. You know, yeah so you know mm-hmm. but, like that's another mm-hmm. thing too you can't really blame you can't blame fans for, for for the misfortunes of the team you know even even though you can you know we, we do have like the negative energy it can, can make it worse but um but if if um if you don't hit on on the decisions that we make what, what can you do you know
1: yo that's tough man that's tough I, I like i just said man i should have traded him last year now if you trade Ben, if you trade ben you might as well tank man, that's what i would do honestly I yo i would trade because i would trip i would trade and so fast <laughs> it wouldn't even so like lightning because he's a he's a, he's a seven footer he's never staying healthy like you can't count on him to stay healthy i would trade him for the best uh trade package i could get i would trade ben simmons and i would have done this this summer honestly if ben simmons would have axed out i'd have traded both of them i'd have traded because i don't i don't i look at the roster to if tobias harris is your second best player on your current roster. You're not winning anything, right. <laughs> and it is what it is. His starting point guard. I looked at the depth chart. His starting point guard is Tyrese
0: Maxey. <laughs> They're in trouble, man. But I mean, you know, right at the at the end of the season, with the way that Ben Simmons played and the way that Doc Rivers answered those questions, um, that when did that happen? That happened in what June or or, or whatever that happened? It's September. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like your brain, your brain trust, everybody's this in your front office should have made that decision a long time ago. You know, now this today is not the day to make that decision. Yeah, you know,
1: so, that's that's tough, man. I don't, I don't know
0: what I don't know what they're
1: gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm glad well, we're not in that situation.
0: Well, you know, to to bring it back to, to to Tom Thibodeau and the Knicks and stuff like that, what do we do now? Because, you know, we don't have no drama, but the only like in the last pod that that I did before we came on here, I was talking about Mitch. Um, Mitch is the only drama that we have now, and the drama is, is just that he's coming off an injury. So, you know, if if he's not ready to play and that he's going to miss time in the beginning of the season, what does Tom Thibodeau do now? What does the franchise do now? Because, you know, we're we expecting him to to be to be that card for us at, at center because we need him. You know, but if he's going to start the season, you know, on the on the injuries, or what are we going to do as a franchise to to compensate for that? I'm starting to become annoyed
1: with Mitchell Robinson, man. When it comes to his injury, man, so it's starting to get annoying. It's starting to get under my skin,
0: actually. Um, listen, he leaves, he leaves us at a div- disadvantage now.
1: Now, this it it it's true. He comes back in December. This puts two people on front street. Nurlands Tibbs, Nurlin's gets to justify why he got that contract, right? But Tibbs, now a couple of things. Tibbs, will you finally go? Will, will you finally play a small ball unit, please? Um, a lot of people like me would love to see that. I would love to see Randall and Obi top in, the, in, in in the front court together. Um, Tibbs, I don't see the reason why Taj Gibson gets off the bench. Unless Noel and Mitch is hurt, you have so much talent and you can play small. You have no excuses. So I should see Obi Toppin and Randall on the court together early in the season. I'm looking to see if he's going to adapt. You know, I've seen the offensive keys, you know, shoot a lot of threes. But uh, listen, you got to play faster. You got to um, not... Not the Julius randle centric offense, you know. I think equal opportunity is the best way that this offense should go. Just like uh, random team two thousand four Pistons, um, equal opportunity offense. And I, I, listen, I think we got a lot of firepower, but this puts Tibbs on front street because I'm gonna be looking at the Lamas we put out there. He's gonna have to go small. You can't play Nerlens all those minutes. You can't play Nerlens all those minutes, man. So we, we gonna see. We gonna
0: well, see. You know. Like you know, I mentioned also in the last part, the dominoes are just gonna fall because now you put you put guys in a position that maybe maybe they're not ready for, or maybe you you just weren't ready for it yet. You know you know what I'm really? saying? So it, it causes a bunch of stuff because I mean you do you you could play the small ball lineup, but um you know does Julius Randle want to play the small ball lineup? You know what I'm saying? Is that gonna work for his game? You know now 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 with the small ball lineup now you want to pick up the pace? Is that gonna help um Kemba's um um situation? Is that gonna help Derek Rose's situation? You know, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of different things, variables and stuff like that, that that could happen. Uh, You know, defense, how does that affect defense? The, the way that you plan to strategize your defense going forward. You know you know what I'm saying? All, all these different things. All, all these things have to change now. And like like I said, it, it, like with the other teams, all the drama that they're going through, you know, right now is not the time to do that. Um, For the Knicks, situation is not as dire. You know, so, I mean, you can get through training camp and figure this stuff out, you know, preseason and training camp and stuff like that. But but it is it is something that's that's gonna be very different. You know, you know, it's gonna be different for, for Tom and it's gonna be different for all the rest of the guys too, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, damn man,
1: it feel like I I feel like I haven't seen Mitch in like a year. It feels it, yeah. it, it feels like has a it been wild. a year though? I don't even remember, bro. It's been so long since I've seen uh, Mitchell Robinson out of you. Uh he I could have sworn he was healthy already. And here's the thing what I'm scared about, right? He put on all of this muscle. He's 280 now. I would like for him to change his game up a little bit to you know not put so much pressure on his knees. He's already seven for one. You gained about, I think he was 220 when he came into the league or 240, whatever the case may be. You gained 40, yeah. 60 pounds. And now you're 280. So it's is- Yeah, Mitch Mitch, man, we need you back, man. Because honestly, part of me is saying sell high. And I don't listen. I I said that about Julius Randle last season. I ain't been saying it about him for a while. Yo, when I look at Mitchell Robinson, you know who I'm looking at Mitchell Robinson like? I'm looking at him like Saquon right now. Bunch of talent, great talent. Yeah, he's a hell of a talent. He's always hurt so if it comes to a point where i gotta overpay those two set players i'm selling hard that's just me i don't want to be the bad guy here but i don't see a reason why we should be paying Nerlens 10 million we're paying Julius Randle 27 something million you know what i'm saying and you want to pay metro Robinson probably like 15 million I, that's i don't know that's not logical to me for me just just for me personally
0: yeah so I mean you know like like I said say like um um Nicks Nicks 100 brought it brought him up already so you know Jericho Sims you know that you might force him into a situation where he's gonna be playing minutes too you know so so let, let's let's say if let's say if if things happen that all, all these things move but guys are succeeding you know let's let's say let's say if Mitch Robinson don't play in the beginning of the year but Obi comes in small ball lineup works and we're winning you know what I'm saying let's say let's say we don't call up um Taj, you know, because Taj is older, we, we um end up using Jericho and Jericho starts playing well. Now, where does now you're gonna be thinking about okay, we don't need Mitch at all now. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? If everything is playing, you know, ever if everybody's stepping up and doing what they need to do for us to win. Now you could say, like, okay, well now let's get rid of Mitch Robson now. You know, he's not in our plans anymore.
1: But no, That's the, that's the thing. Like the mystery about Mitchell Robinson is just so intriguing because we haven't seen him in so long. Like we don't know, we, we don't know what we're going to get. you see, let talking about, you know, I've been working on my corner three. So that's something I've I've always emphasized on this next team. Like we need shooting, we need shooting bad and we need shooting from specific, uh, positions on the court and that's center and that's point guard. You see, you know we got Kemba Walker, but at that center spot, the reason why I say I would like for my center to shoot because of spacing. Let's say in a playoff situation, you know Giannis to shoot the ball, but the guys next to Brook Lopez and Brooke Lopez will shoot the three, <laughs> so he he has a lot of open leads. You can't cheat off Chris Middleton, can't cheat off um Drew Holiday, so it's tough to guard those dudes when all when the other four players who don't have the ball. Can shoot the ball very, very well. So, it, that's tough. That's tough, man.
0: Yeah. Well, Um. Sherman's Sher- Sher talking about um. Uh, Sims, uh, Jericho Sims still. Yeah. You know, Jericho Sims showed post moves in in um summer league. So I- I'm not really worried about him. You know, he d- he does he doesn't have to be Elijah one. Nobody really has to be Elijah one. Just be basic. Have yep. basic drop step moves, turn around, hook shot, both hands. That's basic stuff. There. If you know, Jericho Sims showed that. And uh, and somebody, so you know, I th- I think he'll he'll do well with that. You know, it, for for Jericho, it really just a matter of time for him, I think. You know.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, Mitch, man, oh, God bless him, man. I, I hope he can stay here. I hope he can be a Nick for the next decade. But them injuries, man, it's tough. It's tough for me to invest, especially with Nurleans. He's made of glass, so I, I'm damn near shaking about him so it's going it's going to be tough when it comes to um tibbs and these guys man yeah
0: any anything else to add for um for tom thibodeau any any um any about what he was saying or anything like that
1: um i really would like more to come out of training camp because we didn't we didn't i we didn't get nothing that i really wanted to hear i really want to start hearing the reporters talk about and i guess if you, if you if you want you could play some of the um videos but or we could wait till we could wait till the next podcast and really um talk about uh training camp and stuff right before preseason because i, I matter of fact let, let's hold off on that for the next part we can talk about that for the next part because we just spent so much time on the whole the whole like the, the cover thing and and your teammates and having your teammates back so i think we should definitely say that for the next show but you know tip over, he, he just said every, a lot of things that we want to hear but mitchell robinson yo man now that i think about it like i it, it's tough it's tough so yo, and i'm i i mean that loosely so i don't want to yeah. get for that
0: yeah it's, it's in the, it's the beginning of the year so i mean it's it's worth talking about it's worth mentioning you know what I'm saying? You know, as, as like the um, the the little subplots for the for the season and stuff like that. So we it just things that we're going to continue to monitor as thing as time goes on. You know, well our, our opinions have definitely changed big time. You know, before you know, because I mean, because I mean, last year we didn't even think quickly it was going to be anybody. It ended up being something big for us. You know, later on in the year, and, we, and you know we didn't have roles at the beginning. Now you know, it, you know things just are just different now, man. So, you yeah. know, everything is a wait and see.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So. I uh, I love everything on um, what tim's just saying, but I still kind of see him as a liar. But he's saying all the right things, and yeah. the one thing that I love about Tibbs and I said this at the beginning of the pod is, he always he's always positive about his players. Like he he backs his players a lot. Like even right. when fans is crapping on him, he backs his players. And you know, I I just love what he, what he brings to the table, man. I just hope that he can adapt and, and he can you know. Just be himself, honestly.
0: Oh. Well, here is a good question before before we get out of here. Um Queen's mm-hmm. Court, she I guess she's talking about Mitch Robertson's. So um what do you think Mitch Robertson's value is elsewhere around the league?
1: So good evening,
0: good evening, good evening, love
1: your show, appreciate y'all you. watching your show all night. Um like I said before, I think I probably told you this on a par with you, um Miss Stuff, but I think Mitch on the open market will get 70 plus million or more, and I'm sticking to that, and I have not changed my feelings upon that because. Just imagine a team who's who's center needy, and sees a guy who's Mitchell Robinson's age, no, probably 23, going 24. You see a guy like that who broke the um, field goal percentage record with Alfred Payton as a starting point guard and Fisdell as his coach, by the way. Wait, wait, wait. Was Fisdell With Fisdell as his coach, by the way. So it, it is tough. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? To gouge how good Mitch can be under the circumstances of what he's been through. So a team can really take him away. I can see a team giving him $20 million. And i keep telling diehard this if if we don't get a contract done with mitch like before like the trade deadline and all that i don't know when the deadline is i I think we should probably look that up i would really look into trading him or i would keep him and then sign and trade him next summer and get some type of value for him and i think that's i think looking at this roster right now it's no way in hell they're going to pay Nerlens and Mitch. They're going to choose one of them. And I think Mitch has one of the, honestly, up, like, I think he has one of the highest values in the league. If you get a guy like Mitch, a Mitchell Robinson in the open market, easily. What? You see what Jared Allen got? <laughs> Please. That man better not touch oh, touch free agency. It's going to be a lot of angry Nick fans telling you
0: that much. Well, not me, because, I mean, the guy still got to, he got to prove that he could play oh you know, gotta be able, not, you gotta be able to show up i, I love him because he our draft pick you know how i feel about our
1: draft picks man i, I love my kids man love it love yeah. the kids but, but you know, you at pretend. the end of the day it's yeah, about not about the back of the jersey right it's about the front of the jersey right only that rule doesn't apply to alfred payton but anyway um <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i love i love mitch man i love yeah.
0: it but I, I don't like to talk about potential though man because i mean you know are you gonna See, like, look, look at that kid oh, Michael Porter Jr. They paid him $200 million, bro. <laughs> you know, that the, the kid is making $40 million a year. That's based off of potential. I would pay him, I would pay him that. I,
1: I would pay him that because that's Denver, and they're not going to never get his franchise superstar to come in the building for a free agency. So you got to pay him. And if 40 I'm Denver, million, though, I would pay him. I'm paying him the high. I'm paying him the high. I'm sorry. I'm Holy sorry. Moly. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm paying <laughs> the high.
0: Yo, at, at least, at least Michael Porter Jr. You, you, um, he already averaged twenty. He looked like he, he looked like he, could, he's gonna be a perennial twenty-point a game scorer, and whatever. So I guess you could pay for potential, but he didn't really do it yet, you know. And you're already giving him forty, and he was coming off of, of a possible. It, they were they were talking about him. He might get. Uh, he might not even play, you know, because of that back injury he had. They were they were you know talking about that, you know. So they go from that to paying him forty million dollars, bro. That is that is crazy to me. Listen. I love everything what you just said, dog.
1: <laughs> we picked Kevin Knox, brother. Yeah. Yo, you, imagine... and, and I love Knox. Yo, but this yo, imagine Michael if Knox... Porter Jr. with RJ and Randall? Are you kidding me, dog? Like, the most efficient. He has—he had one of the most efficient seasons ever for a guy's age that averaged 19 points. Next to Will Chamberlain. Come on, yo. Come on. You yeah. got to pay him. You got Yo. to pay him the money. Even though I hate the contract, you got paid.
0: Yo, if, if Kevin Knox was, was playing close to that, right, would you pay Kevin Knox $40 million? Because that's what we would be looking at to, to pay him some kind of money because this would be his year. Kevin Knox's last year. Same thing <laughs> like gonna, Mitch Robinson. Mitch man, Robinson.
1: You're the devil, man. You can't do that. <laughs> <You> can't do,
0: <laughs> yeah, he gave a season that was so efficient and mirrored Will Chamberlain. What could I do with that? Come on down 19 points a game does not e- equivalent to what will Chamberlain did in his career, man. No, no. But I'm saying like his efficiency was,
1: he was so efficient. Like you can't, you can't not dismiss that. And then he could score. You know, you know, he's a bucket. He's playing with the best passing big man in the NBA history. I, I Like I said, he's the best passing big man I've ever seen in my life. And you got Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's locked in. You're a small market. You already been winning. You came back from 3-1 down in the Western Conference. You you got to pay him, dog. You got to pay him. You got to take – you got to roll that dice. Hope you roll a 4-5-6. You, you got to pay him, y'all. Yo. You cannot yo. let that type
0: of talent walk through the door. And he fell to you. He fell to you. Yo. Remember Otto Porter Jr. when he first came into the league? Oh Same God. thing. He, they said he was efficient and all that. They ended up giving him a max contract, too. And he ended up being a bum within, like, the next year or so. You know, being a journeyman, always injured and all kind of stuff. But you still got to pay him that max money. He's just getting off the max money contract this year.
1: You know you know what I'm going to say to you? I
0: don't think... <laughs> what are you going to say, Steve?
1: No, no disrespect to Otto Porter Jr. I don't think he loved the game, yo. You know, You know how... It, like, I listen to all these sports podcasts. I listen to um, all the smoke and all that. And they basically, like, basically, the general consensus is you know, certain players who play basketball for the money, and certain players who play basketball um for a financial gain, and certain players who play basketball because they actually love the sport. So it's different, y'all. You know, everybody's different, dawg. Uh, Everybody's you, different. Do you think Michael Porter Jr. is one of those guys? I think he actually loves the game. I think he loves the game of basketball. I think he's really good. He's really talented. Like no, I know his defense is bad, but he's a really good basketball player. Dog. And I, I'm not mad at that contract at all for the situation that they're in now. I wish we had three. What? I wish we drafted three. I wish we drafted three players of that type of caliber. And, and what? I am this is, you and they, if they was giving RJ forty million, dog, I better not hear you say nothing about RJ
0: with his 40 million. I better hear you, you better I don't want to hear that, yo. You gonna get his bag. Well, it's it's almost the same thing because um you know Michael Porter missed it missed a year because of the back and stuff you know so he only really played like what like three seasons two I don't even what well, was on my my, on my phone died I can't even look it up but anyway you know Mitch um you know RJ averages seventeen points a game let's say if he was up for a contract extension would you pay RJ Barrett forty million dollars today based off of what he did last year i gotta
1: see it i gotta see next season i gotta this is season this is money No, time. But you gotta
0: no but you gotta pay let's say if you had to pay rj this summer would you have paid uh rj 40 million dollars
1: oh for a season that he just had yes. no i would pay him lower than that but he's after his third season if he shows up i'm paying them the money look listen yo when i when i first seen Jalen Br- Jalen brown's contract because remember Jalen brown this came up for averaging like 15 points or something like that like i i didn't think jalen brown really deserved the money and he was always hurt but he started producing
0: he started he showed up and he, worked he showed hard up after that. he got paid which is lucky he's lucky <laughs> you know the boston's lucky that he turned into a 20-point game score after he got the contract he's lucky mm-hmm. you know they're lucky over there i don't know man 40 million dollars. I don't know. And he's a good, you know, Michael Porter Jr. is a goofy motherfucker, man. He said a bunch of weird stuff. Oh, you know, man. And, like let's... since he's been a, a pro, you know. So
1: Oh, man, please let's not stop not non-vaccinated stuff, man. man I, 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 I don't man, really man. want to kill
0: him. You know, <laughs> outside of that, the whole MAGA stuff and all and and all that um, you know, weird Christian shit that, that he was saying. Down, yeah. yeah, man. So you know, it's just weird. The 40 million dollars is a lot of bread, bro. That is a lot of money to give it to give a player. Uh, you know, Sherman was saying that uh, RG is not worth forty million dollars. Uh, you know, but if, if um, let's let's say if RG gives us seventeen points a game again, I think he's gonna do better than that. But I mean, like towards the end of his contract, we're gonna have to pay him eventually. Is is he worth any kind of money? I don't know, man. You know, uh, <laughs> also we're saying MJ, M.J. M.P.J. is getting Noel money for me, ten million dollars a year. Uh, you gotta be realist, realistic with the market, man. You know, like you know, we were talking about Mitch. You know, you, you said seventy million dollars on the open market. Uh, I, I'm, I'm quite sure a team would do that, man. But based on, off of what Mitchell Robinson has has done, and especially with his injury history, you know, you know, I can't I can't say I, I, I could give him give him all that. You know, yeah. No, I, I mean, we don't have to
1: give him give him that, but um, another team will. And the NBA rules: RJ Barrett and Max is only twenty eight million. Okay, I'm fine with paying him that, but he yeah, got to show okay. up. He gotta show up. He got it This is the season where he gotta show up. He cannot make people like me look stupid. Like he like he, he got people, I'm not even gonna mention a name, and they say stuff to me on Twitter like, well, if RJ Barrett averages 15 points, and he's playing great defense, that's improvement. No, MFA, maybe if he was drafted 25th overall, okay, cool. He can he can do that, he can regress in points. Not when you drafted third, you drafted well, too high.
0: Well, one thing I want to say about the Sherman and um, uh, you know, thing what he's saying about the forty million that that his max is not forty; it's twenty eight. But um, then then what's um uh, Michael Porter Junior's match max? It's, it's the same it's thing.
1: Incentives, I think, it's, it's one seventy with incentives. The incentives
0: There's a lot run. of incentives though.
1: He gotta pass him, you gotta stay healthy, you gotta make an all-star game, but you know how hard that is, he's not gonna make that whole contract.
0: I, I know, but but um I, I would assume that Michael Porter Jr.'s max is probably the same as RJ's, you know, because they because they all are on the same rookie scale, you know what I'm saying? So the twenty-eight million dollar max is probably the same thing that that Michael Porter. So you mean to tell me that from twenty-eight million to forty? How many incentives do you got in this contract, man? Like god damn.
1: The new TV deal coming up, man. And you you, you already heard that the cat I, I believe we spoke about it already, but the cash base is possibly going up to 171 million. So these guys, I, I I like how the Knicks got their cat situation set up. And you know, I don't think um RJ Barrett's contract would impede on the Knicks really getting another superstar coming in, especially if we're winning consistently, consistently. Uh that's what we need to do. Uh we just gotta gotta win. We just gotta win every year. A lot of people might not like like what I'm about to say, but yo, know, you might have to beat the Toronto Raptors for the first like two, three years of year run. Like, you gotta take some playoff ass kick, kick real quick. Like you gotta let your young players get older. I always say to you, man, this is gonna be a process, man. We two years away from me and two years away. So yeah. I, I'm not really on the the Knicks gonna win a championship right now. We're gonna run it next summer and i'm not under that man i'm trying to be real real, realistic and you know there's other teams who's way better than us but at the same time you never know what could happen because now philly look like it's crumbling philly's going to crumble. matter of fact philly's going to crumble so we can throw that out the way but then you got all of these young teams that's in the eastern conference and it's like it's going to be it's going to get to the point dog where these young teams that's in the east they're gonna have to whoever their all-star is, they're gonna have to really package a lot of those young players and go get an all-star from the West to come join their team in order to like realistically com- compete. Like Atlanta, like Atlanta, the Knicks, you know, it's certain t- the Raptors. It's gonna be certain teams that's going to, I could say two, three years from now, you see all those young Cam Reddish and all of those, you know. Collins and all those guys, a lot of these dudes gonna be shipped out for for an all star
0: because people gonna be like, yo, you yani, that Bucks team ain't gonna stay together forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, want to talk about crumbling though? Like all the all the all the superstar teams this year are crumbling. Philadelphia got a lot of drama right now. Yeah, you know, they, they they were supposed to be in like number two. You know, the the Bucks are, are, the, are the Bucks. You know, you know, but they, they, they didn't get better. You know, Brooklyn got a lot of stuff in there that could crumble. That their, their, their little thing going on too. Yes. So I mean, um, Boston's another team. So all these teams got all these question marks. And the Knicks, the, like I said, we we we're, we're kind of like like over over talking it a little bit. The the Mitch Mitch Robinson situation, but the Knicks don't have no drama. We we don't have no crazy um, stuff happening with us. So you know you know you say we we're two years away from being two years away. It might be this year. <laughs> Dude,
2: based based based. Game. I'm saying
0: based on the simple fact that that Philadelphia is crumbling. You know, they might not even they might not even make it as high as, as as um they they were projected to be. You know, the Brooklyn might might have their problems. You know, so mm-hmm. through through all that turmoil, if the Knicks are not having any turmoil and we could if we can get healthy or maybe make an opportunity trade the way that Toronto Toronto did when they got Kawhi and all this and all this stuff, man, you know um maybe maybe the Knicks could win this year. <laughs> I'm gonna say that almost every episode, man. It is not based off of anything the Knicks are doing. It's most mostly based on the crumbling around us, around the league, around right. our conference.
1: So I'm going to ask you this question: um, Does Detroit win the 2004 championship with our Rasheed Wallace?
0: No, but I mean they they had to they had to get to a point where they were good enough to 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 make make that trade, you know, to to um to get him on the team. So Pete.
1: When they traded for Rasheed Wallace, it was win at the trade that line <laughs> Right, put them over the top. Right. So, but they were still winning though. They were. They, they were still a still winning team. Yeah, but that put them over the top because you traded for Rasheed Wallace and you basically didn't give up any main piece from your core, basically. Um, so what I'm saying to that is, the next could be a team who could you know we did fight a little bit for the first like three four months, and then during trade deadline, you know we got a unforeseen circumstance that we probably don't see now, where a star or an, an x star was probably kinda out. No, I don't really even want to say that. I'm not even gonna put that energy into the next. I'm gonna say um a guy like what shit, Ben Simmons or
0: um just an all star caliber player, Karl Anthony Towns. <laughs> it,
1: but, oh God! And you
0: know, any, anything for shits and giggles, you know? It, yeah,
1: and yeah. It, it just any player who can who can up the level of the overall team at the moment, we could put them right in the star lineup, and it's no drop off. But we get even better. It's the receipt Wallace trade. I I don't know. They would have the Knicks would have to make a trade, bro. And I I just don't. Who's that guy? Who Who is the guy? If the Knicks was hot during the season. Who is the guy that you can see this upcoming season disgruntled that we don't know he's disgruntled yet who in this capacity get at the trade deadlines who can put us over the top now at the same time this is when philly's crumbling right um the east at the philly i don't i don't care about none of those teams. like i'm not scared about scared of none of those teams so I, I don't give a shit. so yeah we yeah if you want to put it in that
0: Way, hey, but it is st- that way though.
1: Oh, come on, oh, it is my. that
0: way. It, it only takes a little bit of belief, man. Cause yo yo um the, the um excuse me Detroit traded for Rashid, but Rashid originally got traded to Atlanta, and then for some some um rule that, that happened that they were able that he only played one game in Atlanta and then got traded to um to Detroit.
2: Mm.
0: You know what I'm saying? So even Detroit didn't um didn't actually get Rasheed Wiles until. After the fact, after he was traded the first time, then he got traded again. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's unprecedented, kind of.
1: Yo, you know, man.
0: So, so you never know, man.
1: We gotta be. You know how lucky we gotta be, bro. First of all, we gotta pray to God that the West just—that's a royal rumble. We we gotta just make sure that's a royal rumble. Like, they, right. good luck, right? Timberwolves—they healthy. Golden State clay back. I was watching um Cleveland versus Golden State. Game seven, because I was, I just, I was like, yo, you know what? Man? I I want to see some good point guard play, man. Let me, let me turn on Game seven. I'm watching Kyrie give Clay the business the whole Game seven. But you know, Clay is is healthy. I just said the Timberwolves, Portland, I think is crumbling, and and on a low, I think it's on a low, but I think Portland is crumbling. I'm praying to God. Knock on wood utah crumbles that, that's that's my name i've been I'm, I'm gonna keep putting that energy in the air utah is not making the playoffs so i know it sounds blasphemous, but I, I i need that energy over there um the west uh kill each other uh the lakers get an unforeseen injury we know Kawhi ain't ain't gonna be healthy damn near the whole year but they say he'll probably play but Kawhi, it, it, man he ain't playing next season then you got the eastern car <laughs>
0: so so after you said all that you I just painted a picture for the Knicks to win the championship this year
1: yeah but that's that's not why don't of, you want to uh,
0: agree with why don't Why don't you want to believe what you're saying just believe it because really
1: believe it. you gotta i gotta i don't see a <laughs> trade that i can see us getting hot i can see kimbo staying healthy right i can see thibodeau giving kimber the correct minutes or whatever the case may be so i can see him giving rest games but i don't see the trade Material like I, I don't see a trade coming together
0: unless other teams really are shitting the bag. So, but you I, just I, you just explain you just shit me you, you just made the whole league. Yes, so I did, I did, just now, I did. But it that's just kind
1: of I'm trying to I'm trying to put the bad juju on them, man. We didn't have 20 years of this. I only see four winning seasons in my lifetime, man. I I, I need the bad juju on them, but it's, it's it can happen. And, and then here's the thing knock on wood milwaukee can't be healthy at all you
0: just killed milwaukee now uh-huh you just killed milwaukee now
1: milwaukee gotta be healthy all 82 games uh, we'll see i want i want atlanta first round though i want them first round uh i, I i'm praying to god that they get the I want them to get the sixth seed if we got the third seed. If we get the second seed, I want them to be a seventh seed. i want Atlanta first round. I I need to get that out the way first, and then we could probably take care of business. But it's gonna be a trade, though. That's the only way I can see it happening.
0: Can you give me some names, please? I don't want Hitcat. I I I, I, I I I got I got the Sherman comment there because he's going mm-hmm. at Queen's Court right now. They are they're kind of like going back and forth in the chat. But is it like, like they're saying? Uh, how many winning seasons does Town have? You know, Town. You know, if Towns comes here, we're gonna turn to the Timberwolves. Yo, um, uh, Julius Randle, he came here with the spin move and whatever. Now look at us. You know what I'm saying? Kemba, Rose, Fournier, and all this other stuff, man. You know, you know, a, a lot of things can happen. It's it's like you know, like she said, it's it's a team. It's about the team. It's not about simply Towns getting Towns, adding to the guys that we already have winning here. You know, you know it's it's team concept. It has to do with the team. Adding that talent to the team that we have, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like you're talking about a trade, uh, you know, state, you know, you know it. W- it probably would have to be something like that, a special trade to happen. It don't have to be towns, but if it was towns and to get here, especially like you said, like like I said, now you killed the Bucks, you killed every single team in the East, and you killed a bunch of teams in the West. If, if we were if we if we were to finagle a, a trade to get Cat over here, who's stopping us? You know that. Because if you defend, uh, uh,
1: so I'm looking at let's think about the front courts in the Eastern Conference, right? (laughs) So our front court is Carl Anthony Towns, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett.
0: (laughs) That's good, though. That's a good front lineup, front court.
1: Um, whoo. That's a tough front court, and plus I know Cat don't give a damn about Joel Embiid. Um, <laughs> and I think Cal- I think Carl Anthony Towns easily could be the best center in the Eastern Conference, easily, easily. It, it, it not even up for discussion. Julius Randle versus Giannis. Um, I think Randle would be—he's ready for that matchup. Um, RJ Barrett against what? Chris Middleton. Then you got Clark. It can work. Because we know we ain't trading Kimball. Kimber is staying. It can work. But what do you have after you make that trade? That's the thing. Because if I'm the Tim Wolves and the Knicks call me, let's say hypothetical, the Knicks call me. Yo, man, what's up, man? What's up with Cat, man? All right, y'all. If I'm the Tim Wolves, I'm on Mitch. I want quickly. I want OB. Yeah, give Obi too. I want OB too. Mm-hmm. I want Mitch Obi quickly. Now, let's say they don't let's say I right, the Knicks be like, yo, come on, man. You can't you can't take quickly, man. Mitch, OB. You could take every phone yeah. Realistically, I don't see how the Knicks could get cat without giving up either IQ or McBride. So then it comes down to who do you want to give up first. And I don't think, I don't think the Knicks would trade quickly before McBride.
0: It's it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, the thing is, we we have supreme depth. So if we get if we get like you just mentioned McBride, if we give up quickly, we got McBride. you know what i'm saying you can't
1: get quickly sold like we've seen it right so we've seen it and 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 she's saying it's about it's about timeline so who fits the timeline more emmanuel quickly fits the timeline more she's going by that logic right so you would have to trade mcbride and mcbride would be going to a team that is rebuilding it's tough man it's tough
0: it's not it's not tough because you you just put the trade together you just put a trade together and you got us cat just now I can't get us
1: I get I don't know if if the Timber I think they would take that I think they would entertain uh trading we cat. got all our
0: picks we got all our picks too you gotta you gotta throw that in there
1: I'm not giving them a lot of picks that's out of the question
0: that's, well, that's on say, the table for me we're going for it though we're going for the championship we're not just going for all oh, in so, a couple years if you're going for cat that means that you saying we're making a stand right now. We're Go gonna try to get the damn out. chip. Yeah, we're going for the chip right now. Cause that's that's what they said when, when they went and did, did Rasheed Wallace. You know, um maybe maybe they didn't give away a key player, but they did give away something. Cause Rasheed Wallace, he made a decent amount of money during that time. You know what I'm saying? So they had to give up something. I you know, I, I can't pull up the trade at the moment. But you know, they did give up something, maybe some draft picks or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? So what if what if um, you know, like the Knicks say, listen, we're making a stand now. We're gonna get Carl Anthony Towns. Maybe add some other veteran that's lingering somewhere. You know, you know what I'm saying, and make that stand.
1: Hmm. Oh, I, I think the
0: chip is ours, bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's tough, man. That's tough, man. I I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I can't I can't put my finger on it at the moment. <laughs> that's funny, man. Damn. I see that, you're that's smiling, a tough, man. That's a tough front court, though if, if, if Tim could get it together that yeah. that would be a tough front door.
0: and we ha- we have enough talent coming off the bench you know and then possibly you know adding you know through other 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 avenues too we, we still could put together a nice solid team for uh, for that ass
1: wow that's tough and cat's still 25. that's what make it so crazy
0: <laughs> he's still 25 yeah his hairline and- is strong boy
1: yeah, man, and he probably will want to be home as well. Cold, cold Minnesota. Because I don't see Anthony Edwards being in, being in Minnesota when he's past like twenty six. That's impossible. Like I don't see it. Not now with no um, you know, gee whatever what up, man? Now we no um, when he's from Atlanta. I think Anthony Edwards is from Atlanta. That boy not staying in Minnesota, man. Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> He's a different kid, though, man. That guy thinks very highly of himself, man. He's gonna yeah. be pretty, pretty good, you know, yeah. in the years going forward.
1: Ooh, I, just for cat's sake, man, I would love for him to make the playoffs. I don't think we going. I don't think we can get cat this year because I really think the wolves is going to be good. I just really like Anthony Edwards. Like it's just when you see it, with certain people, like certain people just got that it. Like you just see it. Anthony Edwards is it. Like, I could see it. And I'm still mad the Knicks fired David Fisdale too early.
0: Because we would have <laughs> definitely had it on Anthony Edwards on our roster, man. Shout out to Obi cool. Toppin, man. I love Obi. But... Yeah, that's a subplot, too. Like, like with Anthony Edwards, the way that he's going to be, I think he's going to be a big-time scorer. So, is, is Carl Anthony Towns the right player to have with him? Yeah, I like they fit
1: together um I watched a couple Wolf games I like they fit together they, they have no issues with the fit I think the person that makes it stupid is D-Lo because <laughs> D-Lo can't defend and you can't trust Edwards to really lock somebody down yet going into his sophomore season
0: right so n- nobody can defend on the team so that means you have to overcompensate you got to trade for players to fit around Edwards to, that, that can fill in stuff that he can't do
1: listen D-Lo, D-Lo for Simmons work man it works but here's the caveat D'Lo, that's carl anthony towns man <laughs> yo no,
0: julie julius randall and, and um carl anthony towns was hugging and kissing each other too oh, um man. not too long ago right. stop that man. <laughs> yeah man but you know as as you're saying all, all, all that stuff can happen it's, it's not so retarded and so far from from the imagination that that, that stuff can't happen man so yeah man yeah. Yeah, so it just just gotta believe, man. We we all, we are doing the right thing. Well, outside of making any trades, the Knicks are doing a great job, doing the right thing, preparing, preparing us for that moment. And you know, I think I think we're we're close to that moment, closer than than a lot of us give give credit for, man.
1: Yeah, I'm ha- I'm happy with the progress with the Knicks is doing right now, man. It's, it's yeah. cool, but yo, that's a that's another conversation, man. That that's that's a tough conversation we're gonna be having a lot of tough conversations this season i already see it now
0: well yo me and you are back man we, we about to start another podcast <laughs> we, we did an hour and a half now we about to do another hour and a half on oh man. Subject, man so oh yeah, man, man. We, we, we had to take that week off to, to get our shit together now now we back at it and you know get ready because <laughs> we means they got a lot of stuff to talk about man
1: oh man um I think uh training camp in sunday i believe
0: yeah something like that
1: i believe it in sunday so um, um we can save the training camp tour for sunday
0: okay sounds good and
1: we could definitely chop it up about uh training camp on sunday but man it's the
0: next man i, I- <laughs> turned off his equipment <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, I'm laughing at him, man. He's so funny, man. Like, yeah' State be trying hard, man, to get to get the uh, setup together. You see that he went and rented a whole wing of the hospital. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Not, I, just,
0: I like the um, setting It's calm.
1: Yeah. I don't like the upstairs setting. It's too like hospital-ish. <laughs> yeah. Randall and RJ Young. Oh, man, she's killing me right now
0: Uh, yeah queen's court is fighting for her life in the chat right now man the guys (laughs) are are going at her you know what i'm saying so
1: (laughs) oh man why we can't build around them
0: so randall cat rj why not you know what i'm saying i'm trying to get you to believe man sometimes you do sometimes i can i can get you to do it but you know you you do the same thing for me too man sometimes you, you can get me to agree to things but, you know the the one thing we both can agree agree on is that is that um something good is going to happen to us you know as a franchise whatever and you know we just gotta just gotta stick with that man you know what i'm saying
1: yo it like you can do the trade because in 20 and uh, 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 shout out to god up next man we uh, i gotta um god up next show oh my god god up next we're gonna be on potting on, on monday at like 9.30 9 so tune into that, salute to you, Apollo, I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> RJ, Randall, Cat, in 2025, the catch phase, the Cameron goes up to 171 million. You gotta give me a foot, you gotta give me another guy in there, man. I need another guy in there for me to feel more comfortable about that. But I ain't trying to be no regular super team, man. I'm trying to be unbeatable, man. I like that Golden State villain. When they was the villain, bro, i hated good when they got kd bro it was,
0: it was we, to the point why even watch basketball <laughs> i think i think the knicks are gonna get there because we're setting the table for that you know we, we don't have we don't have no mistakes on our roster we have nothing on our roster that's a mistake contract wise you know nothing is tying us up anymore you, you know what i'm saying so we got a clean slate so when that money does kick in the extra money whatever we, we're gonna we, we we are going to be the bad guys, man. You know, because like you said, we got to pay RJ probably. You know, but but um the way the way that we're being so responsible, otherwise, we, we're gonna me, we're gonna have like probably like 50, fifty, sixty, seventy, hundred million dollars. You know, you know, in the stash, and to sign to sign guys. You know, and we and we are already showing that we can win already. So I can I can only imagine a guy like Anthony Edwards might it <laughs> might be on the Knicks, man. You never know. Oh
1: man, don't start that, man. I'm just waiting. What I'm really waiting for. I'm waiting for the next rookie who pulls a Porzingis. I'm calling it the, the Porzingis because that said young player acts out of said team before they get said max contract. I'm waiting for – I want to see which rookie player got the same cojones like Porzingis to do that. That's when the NBA starts really getting interesting. When rookies back, man, I'm sick of this bullshit. Man. Y'all ain't winning me. I'm out of here. So, uh, man, we're going to see.
0: Yeah, a guy like Anthony Edwards, I can see that. I can see I can it with see Zion on as well. I can, yo, yo, Zion. They are him a question. And he's like, "Yeah, man, I love New Orleans." He's like, like, if he was a, if he was Pinocchio, he'd be like, you'd be like this. Like, yeah, you don't have potential. <laughs> you don't have potential with his nose growing. Uh, it is dope.
1: And you get like, and when you're a person for the like, if you're a person from the street, or you're a person like you're a real good businessman, or you're a real good hustler, or you're a person. Who just done who you worked in like um retail or something like that. You could read people's body movements, you could read their facial expressions, you could like kind of read when they're being fake. He was he, great Oscar act, yeah. sorry. <laughs> great Oscar act. <laughs> I, I would love to get Zion. I just don't see how Zion and Randall would fit together. That sounds like a layup line to me, but I mean to each his own.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never know like, like we, we might we might trade for um cat and then still sign zion too what do you think about that oh god now he's
1: just going in the wormhole <laughs> right now <laughs> now he's just going in the wormhole yo Maybe yo sir, 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 it happen, man. sir i hate when people say he's not a winner zach levine not a winner um bradley bill not a winner if that's the case like because he hasn't won jack nothing with since, since um john wall been hurt like yo
0: legit michael jordan was not a winner you know he was not no, a winner. So like, for like a couple years, man.
1: For, for like his first six, seven years, a, he was damn near thirty kid. years
0: old. He was damn near thirty years old by the by the time he started winning anything. So, I,
1: I mean, if you're gonna put that label out there, man, it's a lot of guys in the NBA who don't win we just put up stats. Uh, maybe it's the team, maybe it's them, maybe it's the organization. We don't know, but hey, it happens, yep. It happens. A lot of NBA players put up bad numbers on, on. on I mean, good numbers on bad team Shit,
0: look at Montez <laughs> 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 there's, so, there's so many of them man so many of uh, them players throughout the years
1: uh, What well, the most famous listen no alan iverson i don't know where that 2000s um philly team go because the second best player on that team was eric snow i think <laughs> right
0: okay, so. it, it, even a guy like mitch uh, mitch remember uh, mitch mitch um richmond mitch, um, mitch richmond yes. yeah he's a hall of Famer. 20 points a game for like damn near like 12 years straight 20 points a game he never won nothing in his career. He barely, he barely made the playoffs. I, I, I think I think he won a championship with the Lakers as, as like 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 one of like the the fifteenth men, you know, coming off the bench, you know, at the end of his career, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, he didn't do nothing his whole career. Really, he just was was a guy that, that got stats. That's that's tough.
1: So yeah. it he's his own man. These players. Thank thank you to LeBron. These players got power now. So. It, we'll see man we, we'll see we're gonna have a uh, a lot more to talk about on Sunday because I know there's gonna be a lot of new a lot Nick news probably it usually come out like Friday and they usually come out Saturday when it's when there's no ESPN and they can't really report it all crazy so usually something's gonna come out soon I'm just yeah. I'm just interested in to see like who's showing improvement during training camp I'm gonna see you know, who got taller um who came with a new skill I didn't hear none of that yet, so that's what I'm waiting to hear. I didn't get any of that yet, so it, 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 it's, we it. haven't
0: seen like last year, the last few years they they've been like giving us mixtapes. They haven't done that, no. Nah. You know, throwing us mixtapes and stuff like that. They haven't done that, you know. So other teams have have had a couple scrimmages. They showing the guys play, but not the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? So this is just just, just this is just the way the Knicks operate now. They're not showing nobody nothing. You know, I, I, you know there's not even a link for for like the open practice usually they have an open practice where they let the fans in usually season ticket holders or whatever but I haven't even heard anything about that
1: Leon Rose you know? is a mob boss man he... <laughs> I can't get mad at that man <laughs> I can't get mad at Leon Rose man he running like a mob boss I appreciate Leon Rose yeah, no For...
0: yeah man as long as we keep winning I don't I don't care what what those guys do man they keep you know they're not signing up nobody bad they're not trading no picks man we're doing everything right I can't say nothing bad about what they're doing man yep so
1: I'm happy, man. I'm happy, man. Oh. That's all I got, honestly.
0: <laughs> I'm yeah. about to go finish this this shift and get it. <laughs> and then we out of here, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I got to get up early myself too, man. You know, but you know, I burn candles at both ends for for the love of this, of, of these Knicks, man, and for everything else I, I would like to do out there. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, man. Knicks, man. I hope you have a great season, man. It's, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be one of the most interesting seasons I've I've ever watched. So let's get to it man. Yo we got a we got an MVP on the bench. <laughs> what more could I say? Yeah. What more could I say? Yo what's up man? What's up man? I got old time man. Nah, that go. Nah, man it's that free money man. What you mean?
0: But oh um, nah, man. Ain't no money free, bro. You know not free. money free.
1: <laughs> money, money, money. But um Y'all know where to find us um Dial, state of mind you i appreciate you uh apple podcast google play stitcher and everything um, next part we definitely going to get in depth about uh the whole training camp situation and hopefully we get some more news before sunday but i appreciate you down um miss steph queen's court man i appreciate you man i appreciate you uh really getting the chat live man yeah, Fellas, man <laughs>
0: She, she she like the um the chick from um from what what do you call um dead president She just jumped out the garbage cans. Blah, 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 oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just Dumping all over the chat right
1: now. Oh uh, man, but I I respect it though. She 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 hanging man. She she good man. That be she'll be alright man. Um, yeah. but I appreciate everybody man for tuning in man dog. I'm out here my guy. Uh, yeah, man. Sherman man, I appreciate you the most um the most man. Um, shout out to before I go. Uh, mel bester shout out to you man kareem great uh queen's Court. uh who else showed up who else showed up damn oh they was going at it i can't yeah. even go up on the comment. Oh, well shout outs to y'all man y'all was going at it <laughs> but all right bro, i appreciate y'all man i'm out of
0: here man yeah man peace
1: state
0: peace man yeah man me and State are back we're gonna be ripping these podcasts out left and right i'm probably gonna go on again tomorrow man so shout out to everybody in the chat See you guys in the next one. Thanks for supporting Dyer's podcast, especially Dyer's State of Mind, man. All right, peace, guys.